inspire. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs to reveal the unexpected paths to entrepreneurship. Today, my guest is Jason Schuler. Jason is someone who has created so many amazing products on top of WordPress. Um, WordPress is a, a platform for website development and really getting yourself there out there online. But he does something really special in, in my eyes that where he he takes WordPress, but he builds on top of it. He builds an experience for the end user. So you would never even know that the the underlying framework is WordPress. It's it's something you just have to see to to really really grasp grasp, but I love it. And we dive into his whole story, where he started, why he how he got into the WordPress space around 2008 and how then he's developed throughout the years and created new projects, sunsetted, ended, and sold different projects, and uh, what he's doing right now and what he's most excited for. Um, This is a great episode. We talked a lot about going solo and then also the value in finding a great team. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Without further ado, my conversation with Jason Schuler. Right now, um, are you still doing the, I think it was a Microsoft... um, contract yeah i am still doing a microsoft contract that's coming up in june um trying to decide whether i stick with it give it another one up or you know move on to the next thing yeah but that's been a super validating and, and fun project to be a part of for sure yeah like validating in what ways uh, I mean, I, I never really worked for a big corporation like Microsoft before in the capacity that I do work today. So it's, it's been, it's been a good experience from that standpoint, you know, kind of getting out of your norm and giving yourself to something bigger like that, uh, which I haven't done in so long. Uh, you never know what you're going to take away from it. And I, th- I feel like I've, I've grown a lot over the year and a half, almost two years that I've been working with Microsoft and the team there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's been quite a few years since you've had like a job job, right? But not fully self-employed. Y- yeah, no, I um, I quit my, my, fir- my very first full-time job I had was Boeing. I worked for Boeing. That's where I taught myself design and development. I was there for 10 years. Um, and I, I, I kind of worked up the nerve to leave Boeing in 2008, just as WordPress was just kind of skyrocketing, community was building, I was building themes and, and kind of learning and exploring and allowed me to kind of jump out of that, that corporate world at Boeing and, and dive into client work and, and, um, and then also launching my, you know, the WordPress theme shop and running that through 2014. So yeah, I've been self-employed since 2000, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies, right? Time flies. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah. So um, just to sort of start with what you're doing right now, how do you encapsulate everything, all the, the myriad projects and things that you're working on? <laughs> I'd say the big, um, aside from Microsoft, um, mm-hmm. the biggest thing I'm a part of right now, again, working with teams has been so so great. I mean, I mean, I, I worked on my own and, and did my own things for so long. Being a part of bigger groups has 
has opened up so many more doors and, and, and has opened up so many opportunities for growth in ways that you just don't realize when you're, when you're doing things on your own. And so uh, the biggest thing I'm a part of right now is a, is kind of a collective, we call it a collective called uh, Make Lemonade. And it's me and Orman Clark and, and Gilbert and, and J.R. Farr. And um, we're building these great um, tools for creators just like us. You know, we're kind of pulling together the decade plus we have of building things for creators and, and building a suite of tools that we would have wanted to have as, as we were selling things. So I'd say that's the biggest thing I'm part of right now. Yeah, for sure. And is that, I know that's, um, it has an e-commerce component. Is it a much more broad sort of project than e-commerce? Yeah. I mean, um, so there's a lot of great e-commerce platforms out there right now, right? Like there's Gumroad, which so many people are using right now. There's, there's Podia. There's, um, I mean, there's a million of them, right? There's ConvertKit for, for folks that are um, doing all their newsletter things, but none of them really do all the things that you want to do in, in one platform. Whoop. <laughs> and that's what, <laughs> and that's what we're trying to accomplish with lemon squeezy. So lemon squeezy essentially is a payments platform, but it's also a presence platform, a digital presence platform. So we're starting with payments. It's essentially going to be gum road out of the box. And then down the road, um, what we're working on is, uh, comms. So like anything you could do with ConvertKit or MailChimp, you'll be able to do right through Lemon Squeezy as well. You'll be able to launch a newsletter, maintain that that uh, communication with your customer as you're selling your products. And then phase three is going to be actually building your entire web presence through uh, Lemon Squeezy. Nice. So it, it's going to be an entire platform from start to finish for yeah. creators. And that yeah. sounds almost like it compiles a lot of your projects through the years as well because you've done like disco and all these different things that are like you have the platform there you have this and that yeah i mean a lot of a lot of what we're doing kind of compiles ideas from all of us right so mm -hmm. that this collective we we've had so many ideas in the space and have put out so many different things and experiments and we're kind of taking all the goods and that came from those experiments and putting them into this suite of tools that we're building for, for creators. So yeah. awesome. Well, I always like to dive into origin stories. You mentioned uh, working for Boeing and moving on to WordPress. What would you say you were sort of, how did you approach that? Um, were you building maybe a client base? Were you building a rapport within the community before that leap? And, and how did that go? Yeah, no, I, um, it was it was so natural right it was one of the most natural things I, I ever did and and it's so hard to replicate that that natural progression from one thing to the next but for me it was just realizing a lot of the problems internal to the boeing company um they were building all their internal websites their internal web infrastructure was all static html at the time and that's I actually think they're still using static HTML <laughs> for their internal web. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't know, but it kind of forced me to play around with these different platforms um, and try and find a better solution for, for that problem because it was just such uh, a rigmarole of, of hand touching all these HTML files and updating and why not implement something like WordPress for the entire, you know, internal infrastructure for a company like Boeing. And 
And that's really what got me into WordPress and playing around with it and experimenting with it, uh, with this notion that I could solve this bigger problem internal to the company. And in doing so, I was kind of putting those experiments and what I was learning and, and just blogging about that journey on an external blog that I had launched called WP Elements. And that's really what started. That was kind of the genesis of the my following in, in WordPress and building that community. And people were kind of, uh, it, it strung a chord with people who were maybe doing the same thing and, and, and figuring WordPress out and what you could do with it and, and just following along that journey. Um, I was able to build a client base by doing that. And that's really what um, opened the doors, I want to say, to just jumping ship and, and going full on clients at first and then parlaying that client base into WordPress themes and, and, and building the theme shop. So Yeah, and it's sort of that build and public mentality, but a while ago. I mean, you were documenting your journey of learning yeah, exactly. and, and growth. And that's valuable, I think, really today as well, just in the same way. It's just, a, it's a different landscape. But at the same time, when we can document what we're going through, people really, really connect with that. So exactly. when did you, how long were you doing client work before you decided to get into the projects and things or products? Um, it, it was a pretty short uh, time frame. I want to say, <laughs> like, I, I didn't, always care too much for client work back then. It was different kind of client work. A lot of clients were flaky. I was building things um, that were not always paid for. And that actually opened the doors to doing WordPress themes. I, I had built a video centric um, website for a client based on WordPress. Um, and it was literally just this grid of movie posters that you could click and you know a modal would pop up with a, with a trailer, a movie trailer in it. And this client didn't pay for the work. And so I, I took that work and I, I turned it into like a WordPress theme that I could sell. And, and just with the notion of ah, maybe I'll, you know, be able to sell enough just to kind of pay for the time I put into it. And that's really what just ignited the fire um, of doing video centric WordPress things and realizing that I could actually build a business out of that. And again, this was, so far back. I mean, the, okay. the marketplace for themes is is completely changed now. But back then, like doing something like a video centric WordPress theme for WordPress was was a huge deal. Oh, for sure. And so, yeah, I was able to leverage the, you know, that niche. Um, and I kind of built my entire business on video centric uh, WordPress themes. Yeah. And then how did you know when it was time to sell? Where were you at sort of in your journey? Um, I think it was around 2010 to 2014, I started to feel a little bit burnt out on WordPress. It was becoming a much bigger platform. It was solving a lot more problems and it was, it was getting so, um, it was getting so complex to the point where it didn't suit my particular needs and in, in what I wanted to build and the problems I wanted to solve in way of design and development. Um, and so I, th I think it was around 2010 to 2014, I, I started really getting um, the, the, the urge to kind of sell that business and, and move on. Um, my daughter was born in 2013 and, and that was kind of the last, <laughs> the last straw of, you know, okay, I, I can just take some time off, sell the business and, and go. And 
And so that's what I did. I sold the business in 2014. Um, I took almost a year off and, and that's when I went to work for uh, Drew Wilson and Plasso and, and kind of got into the whole startup game. Nice. And then since then, you have, it's just, I can't fathom how many projects you've launched. It's, it just, it's amazing because they're also extremely high, like high quality, high, high level stuff that you're doing. And like, I've, I've probably, I think it's just sort of the entrepreneur vibe. You just, you want to solve problems. You have all these ideas. So I always have, I just have lists of ideas that I want to launch, but I never yeah. get to the point of actually devoting the time to it. Cause I'm working on like partnerships and client work and all these other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did you, how have you found a way to balance those two? Because I would, I mean, at least a half a dozen different projects in the last handful of years you've launched, like larger platform type things you've launched. Yeah. I, I mean, it, to my detriment, right? <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, I'm really trying to find that balance because I, I was just doing too many things uh, during that time. And it, don't get me wrong. It, it comes naturally. It's, we all like to experiment with ideas. And, and most of those things were really, like you said, just scratching that itch of, oh, I've got something in my, in my brain and I want to get it out. <laughs> so things like leaflets and, and disco, those were all kind of platforms kind of that were just rolling around in my head. And I, I wanted to see if I could do them. And, and um, I mean, some of those were, you know, three to six month projects. And some of them were, you know, six to one year projects that I was able to kind of do on the side while I was doing another bigger thing that paid the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, again, you get to that point of it's, it's burnout, right? Because you're just doing way too much. <laughs> and especially with a kiddo at home and wanting to spend as much time with, with um, my family as possible while at the same time, you know, paying the bills and, and still scratching that itch a little bit, um, trying to find that balance. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just a little technical for a second, but your front end editing, like what I love is you use WordPress as a tool to mm-hmm. develop platforms. So you're not like, oh, here, here's Disco sign into WordPress, edit your page or whatever you're granted. You're given a complete experience on the front end. Is that something that you've developed a framework for over the years? Is that, are you using something like an advanced custom fields? Like I am, I don't know. As soon as I saw Disco, I was just like this, this is where I want to be, what I want to be building for clients and projects and things. I just, I love that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, like the, the familiarity of WordPress and just knowing it inside out at this point and not wanting to build themes for it, but being able to use it as, as like a, a, a jumpstart to something like Disco. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a dedicated developer. I'm not a hardcore dev centric guy, but I, I know enough to kind of leverage existing platforms to do what I want to do. And that's really where WordPress comes into play from for me um because when you think about wordpress and something like disco everything's there that you really need it's users it's it's a post type it's custom fields for for that post type you know um and so and it's all documented right like you can tap into all that functionality by creating your own front end and eliminating the entire wordpress admin and 
I, st- I, I think the first time I did that was um, leaflets. Leaflets was the first project I used WordPress for. And I built a little bit of a framework for that. And that kind of led the disco. And, and now I do actually have this parent-child framework that I, that I use to kind of launch those things really quickly. Um, so like iconic.app uh, is another one I just um, worked with Orman Clark and James McDonald on uh, for uh, Make Lemonade. And it's an icon package and the entire experience is, is built on WordPress, but you'd never know it um, because it's like you said, it's that custom front end experience, just tapping into the back end. Yeah, I love that. And that was the thing. I think for a while you would see a lot of people who their identity was WordPress. I'm a WordPress developer. I'm a this WordPress developer, all these things. But like, just like you, we've always used it. It's, it's the tool for the businesses mm-hmm. that we're developing, but I've never had any sort of particular affinity for being a WordPress person, you know? And yeah. <laughs> like, I love then what you did is you branched out like WP Landing Kit as its own product that came from within another, another app yeah. that you created. Yeah, that was, um, and I, I actually found a, a quote unquote WordPress developer to, to help me with that one. Cause I knew, um, if, if I was going to be building a plugin, I'd, I'd want somebody who, who really knew what they were doing and <laughs> really knew the ins and outs of, of building a, a plugin for the masses. Um, and you're definitely but... downplaying your developer <laughs> abilities. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, from everything I, I've well, seen. Well, you know, you think you do, but like, would, would most people use WordPress to build something like Disco? Probably not. When I say <laughs> that to actual developers, like, really? You use WordPress? <laughs> wow, I didn't even, I wouldn't even think of doing it that uh-huh. way. It's like... Yeah, I know, think it's use, brilliant, though. I mean, because yeah, it is. The, yeah, you use the tools that are, you know, you're familiar with and does it does it really matter when it's when it's this this need to kind of get the idea out the door? Um, you know, it's it's. I think it's more important sometimes to leverage what you know uh, than to make it more complicated than it actually needs to be uh, to get, especially like an MVP out the door or even just to scratch that itch and and, and get an idea out the door for sure. Yeah, and have you thought about uh, forking off? <clears throat> excuse me, forking off the the front end kit of sorts that you built for yourself, the engine? Yeah, I, I think um, it's something we've talked about um, again under make lemonade. So like the whole, the whole point of make lemonade is, is I, I wanted to be done doing things on my own. And so did these other people. And so like all these little things that I've built um, can be leveraged under that brand now. Like if we wanted to launch um you know, uh, a platform, uh, the WordPress platform that I use to make all these things, Disco, Leaflets, Iconic, we can do that. And it's something we have talked about. So um, potentially in the future, there's no like solid plans for it, but I, oh, I yeah. think eventually it will get done. Yeah, I think I'll be first in line for that because I, I just love it. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Um, so before Lemonade and when you were doing all these projects, were you completely solo or other than the developer for Landing Kit, were you doing everything on your own? I was doing most everything on my own. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of time there. Again, I was working with Drew Wilson Plasso, which was a major payments platform that was sold off to GoDaddy. Um, and honestly, I think I'd still be working for that company if it hadn't sold. It was such a great team and such a fun experience um, with like-minded creators. And it, I, I don't know, it was just a, it was just a super fun team. 
but um, rivet.com is another one I did uh, with, with a partner. And, um, but yeah, for the most part, I'd say mostly solo, (laughs) (laughs) but again, working with teams, I I've realized there's just so much value in, in working with teams and, and having that camaraderie and, and having, uh, like-minded people, but also people who specialize in, in, and are better than you in certain ways and can provide that critical feedback that you need to grow. Um, and so, um, again, like working with Microsoft and, and working with Lemonade and, and all the great talent that that's under that umbrella. Like, I feel like I've, I've grown more over these past several years than, than I ever have on my own. So, yeah, it's hard to relinquish that control, say, like, I'm just for me, like me and my business partner, Dave, we've done 100% of everything in house. There's, we don't even have an accountant. It's just every single thing we do. (laughs) And yeah. Like we talked about it, how if we were to bring on some good people, it would alleviate so much more time to grow and develop and do some of these projects that I've always wanted to do. Um, yep. So yeah, I think there is definitely some balance to fi- to find there, figuring out yep. how to find your partners or how to find your um, maybe freelancers or, or whoever you would work with. And yep. that is a challenge. Have you thought about um, how you might approach that? Because obviously you have partners now from your relationships, um, but if you were yeah. to bring in some new people... Um, any thoughts um, on that? Yeah, totally. I mean, again, everything we're doing under Make Lemonade is is under this notion of um, we have this co-founding pool of of, of um, this collective, right? That's Make Lemonade, but the idea is down the road that could actually expand into other um, you know creative talent that wants to join up under the brand, and so we've sectioned off a little bit of equity and and we're kind of keeping the doors open to if it makes sense we might bring in this person or that person under that collective pool and and kind of grow the brand even even further um because it's so much more fun to be working with people and especially like the ability to work with somebody like gilbert who is by all means just an amazing developer far beyond the reach of anything i could do um, and to be able to, like you said, relinquish that control a little bit and, and get over that, that need to, to have everything controlled under your, your own two hands. Um, it's, it's been so, so great. Like, cause Gilbert can do his thing. I can do what I do best. Orman can do what he does best. GR can do what he does best. And, and, um, it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a great feeling for sure. Yeah, definitely. So with all these projects, how do you know when to either sunset or sell off a project? Um, I know like recently, I think Disco was acquired, if, if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah. And then um, Agent Engine with uh, our mutual friend, Brian Gardner. I think you were working with yeah. him on that and things are a little quieter there at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've become it's become easier for me to sunset things or to sell them, let's let's put it that way. Whereas before I would want to hold on to things just because I built it and I believed in it and I don't want to hand it off to somebody else who, you know, but now it feels so good to kind of get those things off your plate and, and just let them go and, and move forward. Um, I've, I've become much better at it. Leaflets was very much a passion project. I, I love that project. Um, and I was able 
to just let it go, sell it. It wasn't doing what I needed it to do for me, um, but maybe under a different set of hands, it it it, it might. I don't know. Um, it doesn't seem like it's done much since I sold it, but um, it doesn't matter. Um, and same with Disco. It was more the the ability to kind of get that project off the ground and and get that idea out of my head. And now that I've done it, I. I learned so much by doing those projects that I can apply to other projects mm -hmm. like agent engine. I mean, agent engine was the brainchild of Brian Gardner and myself. Um, I mean, when Brian saw that uh, what I had done with this go, he had, you know, this super smart idea of, of bringing that to a, a niche like real estate, you know, it just kind of made sense. And so that collaboration made sense from the standpoint of the tech was already built and it just needed to be catered to this specific niche. And, um, we were able to kick that out, um, pretty quickly, I want to say, um, and, uh, and, you know, we'll see where it goes. Like you said, it's a little bit slow right now on the agent engine side and, and that's okay. You know, we can, we can all move on and, and explore the next thing. Yeah. I just, but I'm seriously just envious of all the different, all the stuff that's actually launched just because, <laughs> yeah, I can't, it's hard for me to even like fathom that because there's so many, so many pending little projects just floating around for me <laughs> that I'm like, one day I'll get to this one day I'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. I love, and there's so many I want to get to. Oh yeah. I can imagine. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many ideas I want to launch and get out the door. I mean, it's every month you have a new idea that you just want to build and launch it and get it out the door. And, um, yeah, and um, it's, it's tough to kind of restrain yourself sometimes for, for sure. sure. And have you tried to monetize every idea or are a lot of these really just getting them out there and seeing what happens? Um, I mean, leaflets was, for sure, something I wanted to try and monetize. It didn't strike the chord I, I thought it would. Um, I was watching things like Card Co. by, by mm -hmm. AJ like do so well. And, and the, the difference um, I saw in leaflets was uh, what if you know somebody wants a single page website that does something very, very specific and isn't quite as customizable and is very much focused in, in the problem it's solving. And, um, I think I think a lot of my problem historically is I, I don't know how to properly market things. So it's not so much the product. <laughs> you and me I both. mean, obviously, yeah, obviously the product is you know thought thought through and and um, um, I think I executed it well. But the inability to properly market that product to and find that core audience has has always historically been a problem for me. And again, that's that's the other reason why I make lemonade, you know, <laughs> because we've got JR who is super savvy at marketing things and, and Orman as well. And the reach is just beyond what I could do on my own. So it just makes sense. Yeah. And how would you say that that marketing for this, for lemonade is differing from what you did? Um, it, it, it's different because I don't, <laughs> I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, no. I again, Jr. has such a, a long-standing history of launching successful things and and being able to properly uh, market those things and tell the right story and 
and find the right uh, audience and focus and and even Orman, I mean, he's he's got a he's got a strong history of being able to launch things and find that that audience. Um, so, just having those two people who are focused on on that that to the point where I almost don't have to think about it um, is it's just such a relief. And same thing with Brian Gardner in the Agent Engine. It's the whole reason I did that project with with him is because all I had to do was build it, you know, and, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was up to him and, and Tony to, to kind of sell it and get it out the door. So, yeah, that's the perfect scenario, I think, for like yep. people like us, because we've yep. found like we live behind the scenes with brands and people who've built platforms, they have the system in place, but maybe they haven't monetized. They haven't figured out the exactly. business. So we get in in the gears and make everything like hum along. But yeah, when it comes yep. to our stuff, it's like, oh, this is, we love it. It's perfect. It's out there. And we're like, okay, next thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 With all these projects, then what is your, what was your support looking like in terms of like maintenance and maybe Ooh, like yeah. user support? That's always a tough one. I'd say the plugin WP landing kit is by far uh, required the most support. It's yeah. such a support intensive product. Is the developer just a partner a, or just, uh, was he's he a partner. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it's a full on 50, 50 partner Phil. Uh, Kurth, he's a really talented um, WordPress plugin developer, and um, I kind of threw the idea out there and, and made it very clear that I was looking for a 50-50 partner that would be willing to build it um, and, you know, share profits. Um, but I quickly realized that the plugin support is is 10x even theme support, you know, <laughs> because there's so many different types of environments and, and especially for a landing kit, the type of product that it is, it just requires a lot of support. Uh, things like landing, uh, things like um, leaflets and disco, I mean, those were so fluid and natural and there wasn't much that a user could go uh, wrong with in using those products. Uh, support was pretty much nil for those, for those things. Um, so, Definitely the WordPress related products are, are a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it comes back to the partnership and the value and all that. It's, I mean, yep. hugely, hugely valuable and it, it shows. Um, yep. So what does a typical day look like for you right now? Because you're balancing Microsoft, Lemonade, just everything. Yeah. And again, that's the trying to find that balance as I go. Um, definitely taking on Agent Engine and Lemonade and Microsoft was just way too much. Mm-hmm. I, I burnt out um, major because <laughs> it was seven months of Make Lemonade and, and Agent Engine and 30 hours a week of Microsoft. And it was wow. just too much, you know? Um, and it was, it was a relief to get Agent Engine out the door and, and, and have that done. And now I can kind of focus on make lemonade and the things that we want to uh, get out the door for that. Um, and I think that's enough, you know, um, two things, <laughs> one 30 hour a week job and, and, you know, the other 10 hours a week going to uh, make lemonade. It's, it's plenty of work. Um, I don't need any more than that. And the idea is, you know, maybe I just continue working for Microsoft until, you know, make lemonade gets off the ground. Um, and that's, that's fine by me because I, I actually enjoy what I, what I do. I, I find value in it. They find value in me. Um, and, uh, it's been a great experience for sure. Other than just that drive to, to create, is there anything else that keeps you going and keeps you 
creating all of these things because you could like honestly just just do the microsoft thing yeah Um, but there's yeah so much opportunity out there i've thought about it you know there there is that notion that goes through your head of "Ah, maybe i could just let it all go and just have the nice push job at microsoft (laughs) because they pay so well and they have such great benefits and and um i have been offered full-time jobs (laughs) through microsoft multiple times now since i've since I've been there and I've always said no, (laughs) how many more times am I going to say no, you know? (laughs) Um, But there's always that for guys like me and probably like you, I mean, there's always that notion of just wanting to do the thing on your own um, because there's so much freedom associated with that being able to drive your own product and, and, and um, being able to execute your own ideas without corporation driving how you do it. You know, um, I think that's what keeps me going on on the ideas and and not wanting to let go of of something like Make Lemonade or Agent Engine or you know some of those other things I do on the side. Yeah, and um, just to swing back a little bit to burnout, do you have any techniques for burnout that have worked for you? Um, <laughs> other than letting things go, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big mountain biker. I get out on my mountain bike every single day. Almost it's, it's kind of my meditation. I have trails that are five minutes away Can jump in my car, get to the trails, mountain bike for an hour and come home, you know, and it's uh, that by far has been the most meditative and, and, um, solution to that problem for sure. You know, just being able to get out and, unplug from the computer and the phone and, and go for a little bit every day and just be in nature and, and, and kind of soak that in for sure. Yeah. Even when like entrepreneurship and building this stuff is a hobby, you still need that time away. Yeah. Like if it's like exactly. something that just, yeah, it speaks to you, but yeah, it's easy to, yep. easy to completely get burnt out. So this is awesome. I really appreciate you diving in the story, like, and uh, diving into everything you're working on. Where yeah. should we send people to check out the myriad things you're up to? Oh yeah, um, I'd say definitely everything I'm doing right now is is make lemonade. So uh, make lemonade. WTF um, is is kind of <laughs> <That's> the, the <laughs> it's kind of the brand page, um, and we are getting ready to launch Lemon Squeezy. LemonSqueezy.com. We're going to be launching the beta for that. Um, within the next week or so. Oh, nice. um, and so again, that'll be the gum roadie type platform uh, in the beginning, but have a bunch of beta testers lined up. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. And those are, that's the latest, awesome. greatest for sure. Very cool. Yeah. So I appreciate you taking the time and yeah, yeah best of luck on everything. And I'm definitely going to keep an eye on everything at Lemonade because that, oh, I appreciate that it. sounds phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. Great. Sweet. Thanks so much. All right. All right thank you. I want to thank Jason for joining me on this episode. Be sure to check everything that he check out everything that he's up to at makelemonade.wtf. It's an awesome domain and a great website where you can check out the team and see that he has seriously put together a superstar lineup, him along with his partners, a superstar lineup of uh, talent. And I am very excited to see what they come up with. As always, this episode of Starting Now is brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head on over to built.co. That's B-Y-L-T C-O to get started. Built. Your website built for you simply. Finally, if you're enjoying the show, 
Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else. But my favorite, favorite version is the YouTube version. So I would love it if you head on over to YouTube, check out the show, and uh, subscribe because it really helps me reach more people with these episodes. So thank you so much. And that'll do it for this week. Again, I'm Jeff Saris. This has been Starting Now. And just get out there. Get started on that idea. Like, be like Jason. You have these ideas, start running with them and see what you can put together because over time, you're really going to build up this library of skills and projects that really can take you places. I I need to start executing on more of my ideas because there's so many things I want out there that I just, just put on the back burner. But anyway, that'll do it for this week and I will see you next time.